Millennial Muggle, Episode 3, Shall We Slither In? Welcome back everybody to Episode 3 of Millennial Muggle. Now today I am joined by two special guests. I've got Flynn and Brianna. Hello. These guys are the ultimate Harry Potter fans. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm an ultimate Harry Potter fan. True, Brianna. Brianna is the ultimate <laughs> Harry Potter fan. Absolutely. So we're going to be diving deep into book two, yes. which I've just finished. But first of all, Brianna, we need to talk about your obsession. And for anybody <laughs> listening at home, Brianna is wearing a beautiful knitted green Slytherin jumper. Flynn has a black Hufflepuff shirt on so we've got some rivalry going on in this household <laughs> as you walk into this house you're greeted by two massive hufflepuff and slytherin flags we've got a full hogwarts lego castle we've got glass cabinets with the likes of tom riddle's diary with the fang through it got and the these guys are stone. It's and, all happening. exactly and th- tell me how old are you guys 25 26 and engaged so yes, yes. the best <laughs> the best adult house ever. <laughs> so We're grown-ups. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, I guess the first question, Brianna, is when you started dating Flynn, he and I were both millennial... Well, we're both muggles. We're both muggles. Both muggles. Yep. I still feel like I'm a little bit of a muggle. <laughs> right, because for context, you haven't read the books, have you? No, so I've only seen the movies. I've probably seen each movie twice. So I haven't watched them that many times either. But I'm learning. I'm figuring out as I go. I still don't know all the characters' names off the top of my head. You will. I will eventually. One day. <laughs> Does this hurt you, Brianna? A little bit. <laughs> it's a struggle. The muggle struggle is real. Oh, love that. <laughs> the muggle struggle. The muggle struggle. Um, now, so Brianna, tell us, how did you get into Harry Potter and how old were you when you first discovered it? Um, I was the ripe age of six when I discovered Harry Potter. So the first film to come out, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, 2001, went to the movie theatres with my mum and my auntie, and I walked out crying because I wanted to go and watch it again, and I didn't really want it to end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's a long love. So was it, um, your, like, your parents that first introduced you to the, to the books, or, like, how did you first... I I did not read the books until I was, I think, 17, 18. Admittedly, I haven't read every single book. I've listened to audiobooks, but I haven't read all of them yet, which makes me feel like a squib. Um, <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, <woo. laughs> but no, it was probably definitely my mum who got me into it, because she's a big sci-fi fantasy nerd, so she was like, oh, there's this movie about magic coming out for kids, so took me along and I was like, oh, okay, this is my life now. Just sort of accepted that, rolled with it. And did you, so you watched all of the movies when you were younger and then came back to the books later? Yes. Right, that's interesting because a lot of people obviously read it first yeah. and then the movies kind of came out. So how did you find, you know, I guess when you went back to read them, you already had all the images. Yeah. You're kind of like the opposite of me. Yeah. Because like, I don't know what everybody looks like, but you kind of had the whole world built for you. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. really interesting going back and reading the books now and having those plots that are in there that didn't make it to the films and ultimately some of them really should have. So it's really disappointing, but it's really interesting to still have that world built up for me but then having to still imagine some things and they're obviously described differently to how they're portrayed in the films. So that was really really fun. 
Yeah. And if you started, so you started it when you were about six. Mm. So you essentially grew up kind of with the characters, yeah. did you? Yeah, grew up with the actors and the characters. So you can imagine when I got to the age of 11, when I'm supposed to get my Hogwarts letter, how disappointed I was that it didn't come in the mail. But, uh, you know, I went to every single, uh, like, screening of it, probably the first couple of sessions that w- they would have had, I would have been there. Um, I was also there for the hype of the books, even though I didn't read them. I was still hyped that there was something <laughs> else coming out. I'm like, oh, yay. But no, I hated reading as a kid, so I was just not interested. I was like, well, I've got the- visually, I don't need to read it. Yeah. But now I can appreciate reading them. How good they are. Yeah. So how old did you say when you read the started reading them? Um, I think I was maybe 17, 18. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the big things that people say is that the books were so good because it got kids reading. But yeah. I guess if you had the ease or the convenience of the films, it's like less of a like incentive, I suppose, to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and did you, like at school for like book week and things like that, did you get into dress ups and, and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I definitely dressed as uh, Harry Potter a couple of times for book week. Um, me and my friends were always recreating the movies at school, like playing out the scenes together. So, yeah, definitely, definitely in on it. Mm. Even as an adult, I'm still dressing up. That's right, because you, the best thing is that, um, so Flynn and Brianna obviously engage, as I said, um, and when you had your hens party, it was Harry Potter themed. Yes. So tell us about it. Uh, so my hens was organised completely by my bridesmaids. Uh, my maid of honour being at the forefront of that, who is also a massive Harry Potter fan, also a Slytherin, and she just went nuts. Everybody had to dress up in Hogwarts attire. They bought me my own Slytherin robes and uh, the house is decked out with all the decorations and we had Harry Potter themed games. We had broom races. Uh, there was drinks that were based around things in the films. It was so much fun. It was really so great. Good. They just went above and beyond. <laughs> yeah. And so for like Flynn and I both, we, as you know, never grew up with it. And when you first met Flynn and discovered this was it a bit of a sticking point or oh yeah I wondered if it was gonna work (laughs) that was sort of a condition I think to dating me (laughs) was you had to watch Harry Potter yeah so mind you the deal was so I always get I always get painted into a bad light when Brianna's like (laughs) when we met Flynn had never seen Harry Potter but as someone who grew up with Star Wars Mm. and Brianna had never seen Star Wars so I think we both had that like I'm obsessed with Star Wars and you haven't seen it and Brianna's like well I'm obsessed with Harry Potter and you haven't seen that so it was very much well you know we both had something to share together so I got to share my love and passion for Star Wars with Brianna and she got to do that with me with Harry Potter yeah so yeah. it was a nice like yeah it was just nice having that thing to share with each other when we first met yeah yeah it's like so. you both had something you both didn't know yeah. about yeah. And of course, like every something time. something on each other. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you know, before that, every time I'd gone to someone and been like, oh, I've never seen Harry Potter, then they'd be like, what? Like, who nuts? But then Brianna had that same thing with never seen Star Wars and people being like, that's just absurd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, actually, I probably didn't, I should probably in- 
put this at the start, but obviously you're my brother yes. and sister-in-law to be. And I remember saying to dad, I don't remember it ever being like a big sticking point in our house in terms no. of like, you're the worst, not letting me watch it. Do, no. Did you ever find that with, because did you have a lot of friends that were into it and you found a bit more conflict in that area? Or what did you find like with dad? Weirdly enough, not really. I, I don't know. I think for me, um, from what I remember growing up, there was never like a, you know, I never remember a time where I, you know, I was begging dad to be like, oh my God, please let me watch these movies. Like, I never, like, I, I always knew they existed and I definitely had friends who enjoyed the movies or had read the books, but I never felt like I was missing out on something. Mm. I think there was too much else that I was involved in where it was like, you know, like I said before, like I, I've grown up really into Star Wars. Like yeah. that was sort of my thing. And you and dad's thing really. Like yeah, you guys yeah. like to watch it together. Or like superheroes and, and I guess for me, my love for fantasy began with the Lord of the Rings yeah. So that was my go-to, like, fantasy adventure, whether, like... And I think, too, because I had a lot of friends who were into Harry Potter, I knew enough about it for me to be like, oh, yeah, like, that sounds cool, but I already know enough. I don't really need to watch the films or... I don't know. I just... I, I never had that, like, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe you won't let us watch these movies. Like, I just... It, it, and I, I never felt like I was missing out. Yeah, yeah, I reckon I'm which the same. Was weirdly enough. Yeah. But I also, but in saying that as well, I have or used to anyway. I used to have the tendency where if something became extremely popular or like over the top popular, I would immediately just be like, "No, nah, it's probably not that good," and I would completely mm. dismiss it. So I think when there was a time period where Harry Potter was a huge thing, and I was just and me being that kind of person was just like, oh, it's probably not that good. It's probably overhyped. Well, that's interesting <laughs> that you say that because I reckon I got to a certain point in childhood where I was like, well, it, it was almost like, uh, like um, I don't know how to describe it. It was almost like you became different because you hadn't seen it. And I, all, uh, I don't yeah. know how to explain it, but I was kind of like, well, I've gotten this far without seeing it. So I'm almost just to spite everyone, like <laughs> not going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. It like got to that point where, <laughs> yeah. like, d what are people's reactions for you when, like, growing up when you're like, I haven't seen or read Harry Potter. Well, even then, I think earlier years, a lot of my friends didn't care because I feel like too. Because I think one thing to remember as well is back when we were younger and in school and stuff, things like sci-fi and fantasy and you know comic book movies and things like that weren't as huge as they are now so ever since with the start of say like the marvel universe like prior to that people were like it, it wasn't like a massive thing on people's radar so i think for me growing up when people were like would talk about harry potter would ask if i'd seen harry potter and i said no it almost wasn't a huge deal it probably wasn't until it wasn't mm. as big as a pop culture phenomenon. Yeah, mm. pop culture wasn't a huge thing back then. I mean, obviously Harry Potter was very popular. The Lord of the Rings was very successful. Um, but it still had a very, like, selected audience, mm. I guess. It wasn't, like, a big mainstream yeah. thing. 
I think the time for me when people started being like, you know, shocked that I hadn't seen it was maybe like year nine or year 10 yeah. when I started doing drama at school and when I started hanging out with people who were into acting and uh, performing arts and things, it was those people that were going, I can't believe you haven't seen Harry Potter. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. So I didn't really get that until much, much later in life. But even then it was only like, you know, I just had that one friend who kept being like, I'm going to make you watch them. And I, yeah. was like, I was like, okay, like, sure. And then it just never happened. The amount of times I've had people be like, we're going to have a Harry Potter marathon. And yeah, just, like, yeah. it never happens. Yeah. But I could definitely, like, I definitely remember, it's weird, I had a vivid memory of going to, like, the movies and seeing the, the posters and banners everywhere mm. for the Deathly Hallows. Because mm. they were the, the big finale films. I, rem- I can remember the huge hype and excitement around that and walking into like the cinema and everything was just plastered with the Deathly Hallows part one and part two and I remember being like whoa like this is pretty like spectacular I think maybe then was the first time where I was like maybe I should watch these movies like maybe (laughs) I should especially when later on when they get darker yeah because that's more my kind of thing I enjoy more of the darker side of monsters and magic as opposed to like the bright and happy side of things I guess but yeah I don't know I guess up until Brianna it was still just never like a I have to sit down and watch these movies it was just it'll happen one day and but I'm not gonna plan and like rushing into it yeah Yeah. and did you watch the first Harry Potter movie with Brie no so the first time I watched Harry Potter was with dad on a family holiday, I can't remember where, I think we'll stay at like a caravan park or something like that, but uh, they had like this little building. Family night. Well, they had this, uh, I'm probably remembering this wrong, but I remember there was this little building and on like a Friday night or, or like Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, they would show. I was too little to go and watch it, apparently. <laughs> well, I think the other thing, too, is I don't think it was so much Dad wanted to take me to see Harry Potter. It was more... It was more... <laughs> I was being... I was I was at that age where I was just being an absolute shit. <laughs> so Dad was like, whatever, like, I'll, I'll take him to see this movie. It'll give him something to do. You know, so it wasn't like I saw it and went, oh, my God, can we go see this? And I think it was more Dad going... They're showing the first Harry Potter movie. Do you want to see it? And I was like, sure, whatever. Yeah. Like, he said that when you guys saw it, he remembers both of you kind of being like, that was pretty dark. Like the second one or the first one? It was the first one. Yeah. 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 The first one does have some pretty, pretty gnarly scenes in it. Yeah. But I like, do. Re- as a, as a child, yeah. yeah. I do remember loving the chess scene. Like I remember yes. being a kid and seeing that bit and thinking it was so cool. Mm. But at the same time, because... I I have slight like especially at that age I had ADHD it's such a long movie for mm. to sit through so I remember also being very like restless and like oh, I just want to go home like <laughs> but I, I could I remember the chess scene and being like that's really cool I mm. wish that were real watching them later but, yeah like watching them like later on probably so you watch them properly with 
Greedo? Was that yes. like your first so the first time I properly sat down and watched Harry Potter was with Bree. But I think the first time we did that though, I didn't sit through the first movie. You didn't. No. No. What? Why no. Not? I I don't I don't like the first Harry Potter movie. Right. Yeah, um I mean, I won't give too much away cuz you obviously haven't watched the movies yet, but it is a very long film and it's like they try to cram my biggest issue with the first movie is I feel like they tried to cram too much in one film. Yeah. And it got to a point where I was like, all right, this is getting a bit silly. And uh, and it's a very long film as well, and I was just like, nah, I, like I'm I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, right. Or like I just couldn't sit through. Like I have since then. The second time we watched it, I watched the whole thing. Yes. But the first time, yeah, I think we got. I think when we watched them the first time through, we attempted to watch the first film, and I think we got halfway through, and you're like, no, I can't do this. We I got, feel like we... Thing's really the kind of person who's like, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I am very much that person. I feel like we'd just be like, well, I think just the for time, the sake of it, yeah. like in despite. I think, at, I think at the time I was like. Okay, let's do it. Let's watch these movies. Mm. Like we feel put... like when you're off something, you're off it. You're just like, I don't think I want it. <laughs> well, at the time when we started watching the first film, I was like, yeah, like let's do this. Like we mm. we planned it out. We we both had a night off, and we we're like, awesome. We'll watch the first Harry Potter. And I remember it just got to a point, and I looked at Bree and I was like, how far into this are we? And she was like, oh, we're about halfway. And I'm like, no, nah, I can't, I oh. can't sit through this any longer. Like I was just. I that was... must have been shattering for you. Being it like, was. I'm going to sit and watch my favourite thing. And yeah. then you yeah. just be like, nah, yeah. don't want it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious to see what you think when you, yeah. when you watch the first movie. But I, I was just like, this is, I don't know. Slow burn. Was it's, it? it's really interesting that you have that thought towards it because I watch it. Yeah. And I'm still watching the screen in awe. Mm. Like when all... All the things, like when you see Diagon Alley for the first time and you're just like, yes. oh, oh my oh, god. It definitely had moments where I was like, this is incredible. Like when they first arrived at Hogwarts, Diagon Alley. Yeah. Um, That's what know, I love the most the, about the book. The, the first London. time, yeah. The yeah. first time he's on Hogwarts Express. Like mm. all of that, I was like, this is amazing. But I think, like I said, the, without giving too much away, I think the biggest thing was they just kept throwing in thing after thing after thing and I was like okay we get it it's a magical place you don't have to show off everything in one film and for yeah, me maybe, that's, that was do you was... think it could have been two movies maybe three um no, it's not so much it was no. needed to be stretched out over two films it was just it was really hard to say it without giving anything well, away as mm. someone who's read the book I can I can let you in on sort of what you're talking about mm. the yeah. fact that we're introduced to a unicorn to a dragon, to centaurs, to all of these different magical creatures, and they're all squeezed into this one film. Yeah. True. It's, it's very overwhelming. Yeah, and there's a yeah. couple yeah. of the magical creatures they show off, and it's like, that's it. I'm just like, okay, that whole scene wasn't necessary. It didn't give us anything other than the fact that, of, look, there's unicorns, and then that's it. And I'm like... Yeah, because you probably wouldn't have been able to go... Like, the movie probably doesn't go into depth as to why they're in the... The fo- like forbidden forest Absolutely. to all the depth like it probably is just it like doesn't one have the second. same depth as the book yeah yeah, yeah. for sure especially um centaurs mm. yeah with their that that whole scene was so just they are so cool random <laughs> but, <laughs> so cool yeah <laughs> they, no, they are just wait yeah <laughs> it just gets so much better <laughs> oh. but I mean I think the second time when we watched it the second time and we watched the whole thing the movie ended and I was like okay I enjoyed it yeah like it's not. 
there are Harry Potter movies that I can go, I'm in the mood to watch this one movie and I'll watch it. Mm. The first movie is not one of those movies. It's one of those, if we're going to what like marathon it, I'll watch the first movie, but it's not one I would go out of my way to watch. Watch again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But Now that you've seen them all, yes. do you, A, think your life is better with Harry Potter in it? <laughs> and B, do you think you would have loved it as a kid? I, I, I definitely would have loved it as a kid. Definitely. Especially with when I was a kid, I had such a, a massive imagination. Mm. And I think seeing those movies definitely would have fueled that. And I definitely would have, I definitely would have fallen in love with it as a kid. And you know what? Now that I've seen them now, it's like, okay, I understand the hype. I understand why there's so much love around these movies and these characters. And I, you know, like I said, I, I, I in a technical sense, I would probably still consider myself a muggle mm. because Brianna might be like, so and so this character or this magical item and I'll be like I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> because I don't remember but I, I definitely have grown an appreciation and a I will say a love for the franchise I I do I do very much enjoy them I'm glad I took the time to watch them and yeah well I, we definitely wouldn't be getting married if you didn't watch them oh. or if I did or if I didn't like them yeah well it is a prerequisite but yes, I, I appreciate. I that. think, I think anyone who has any interest in fantasy or or you know, magic, magic and anything like that should definitely watch the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> I will say, I I can understand Dad's reasoning for not wanting to show us those films at a young age because there are some very dark. Yeah elements to it. I mean, obviously it comes to everyone has different ideas on parenting. I mean, oh, for sure. Brianna's parents were a lot less strict than ours, and obviously which is fine. Like, Brianna hasn't turned out to be a terrible person or I anything like that. I am just like scared that. of the dark now. You are, you are very scared of the dark. Yeah. Um, well, even like I was saying, I think I was even saying it to you when I read the first um, book, and you've got Quirrell and he takes the turban off and it, the head turns around yeah. and it's like Voldemort on the back, like even reading that you know, mm. as a grown ass adult, I was just yeah. like whoa, that would, that's scary, I like think, in my head that is yeah. really scary and I think I probably would have had some nightmares if I watched mm. it like, oh, at your age Absolutely, I think JK has a really great way of putting the details into her books mm. without it being really overwhelming, especially for a young audience, Yeah, but the descriptions are just uncanny it's, oh, it's yeah I think about it now and I really wonder why I didn't have nightmares yeah when I was younger I think maybe because oh. there were so many I would imagine that maybe it's because along with some of the dark stuff you know at the end of the day they're all kids and they're yes, fighting yeah. these big bigger things in themselves mm. and then as a kid watching that you feel a bit braver because they're little yeah, yeah yeah I think they're very easily relatable too as well especially mm. Harry being mm. someone from the muggle world being thrown into this yeah. visiting world, you're sort of going on that experience with him. Yeah. yeah. So I think like it's that's very, one of the attractions. It's I, very well written. Yeah. Mm. And so you're a Slytherin. Yes. Tell me when did you discover you're a Slytherin, and you're very proud of this. So. I am. I am a very proud, very very proud Slytherin uh, person. I defend Slytherin very much, even uh, while I was at uni. It's. So I did environmental science, and a lot of the people within my year are all very big Harry Potter fans. 
Um, so we'd always take the books onto our camps and we talked about it a lot. Um, and I remember mentioning that I was a Slytherin once and one of the girls being like, oh my God, they are disgusting. They're filled with bad people. And I'm like, oh. She's not wrong. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> but there are good Slytherin people and I think that's what makes the house so exciting is that even though it's filled with a bunch of bad eggs, there are still some really good eggs to come out of it. Uh, the, the, the movies... See, I've not hit any good eggs yet. I'm just Yeah, like... no, but you will. The, mm. the, uh, the movies definitely don't paint Slytherin in a good light. No, no. Well, the, the books, books don't, don't either yet. Yeah. Yeah, they're painted in a very, very So it's like light. they automatically mm. become like the bad guys of... Or the villains yeah. of the story. But I mean, they're only focusing on... A, you know, a small group of Slytherins, not mm. even Slytherin as a house, but... Well, yeah. the small amount I know about it is that even when Harry's getting the sorting hat and he's like, you could do great things in Slytherin, mm. not saying evil things, but like great. Dumbledore and all of them, they never say that Slytherin's bad. Yeah. They just say that they've... They are the kind that will get to the top if they want. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, one of their... They're the corporate climbers <laughs> of Hogwarts. <laughs> one of the traits of being a Business Slytherin thing. is to be <laughs> ambitious. So they're definitely mm. the go-getters. But they say that Gryffindors and Slytherins are very similar in their traits. So it's not surprising that Harry could have gone for either. Mm. But yeah. Mm. And when did you find out? Were you, like, did you, was there... A... I did the Pottermore quiz. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I would have been late-ish high school. Probably like year, year nine, maybe year ten when I found it out. But I always, I was always more drawn to Slytherin. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah I'm very much that person that likes the bad boys. So <laughs> <laughs> the the, Don't know why the you're ones with that me you... then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as vanilla as I come. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people that's like, I like the ones that you can fix. You know that that mm. whole thing. So <laughs> okay. It's a... <laughs> Sorry, love. Also, one of my favourite characters in the Harry Potter series is a Slytherin. Oh, Snape. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely one of Snape my favourite characters. Snape is a fabulous character. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, you yeah, know, I, f- I found out in high school, and as soon as I was told Slytherin, I went, yep, of course. Yeah. So it wasn't like you went through your whole life being like, I'm a Gryffindor, and then yeah. getting, you know, the, mm. what could have been devastating news. It, like, it absolutely could have been devastating mm. news, but I, I wear it like a proud badge. Yep. On, on my sleeve. I'm very much happy to be a part of that house. Especially when you get into later books. As okay, well. yeah. Um, when you discover certain characters and you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud to be. It's interesting too because I feel like most kids who, especially like with where I work, most kids who, like young kids who have gotten into the Harry Potter universe, they automatically just want to be Gryffindor because yeah. that's what the they want to be main... like the golden tree. Every... Yeah. yeah, everyone, you know. So I imagine like, I imagine like most kids, if they were to do the Pottermore quiz and get something like Slytherin, they would be like heartbroken. Yeah, yeah. Because well, they're, like, you know, they're like, I don't want to be, yeah. you know, associated with Malfoy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's a big thing. Yeah, being associated with the Malfoys. Mm. But I don't mind that. Who are nasty <laughs> pastors? Yeah, they are horrible. what what is it about Slytherin that you think um, what part of your personality do you think um, goes with Slytherin like what are the key traits do you think that you have that they do I feel like cunning is probably a good one (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know maybe 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 cunning I find that I'm a very ambitious person but I'm not necessarily the I'll do what I can to get where I need to be for ambition but I'm more of an ambitious dreamer 
but mm. I am an ambitious doer. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd probably say those two traits. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not evil. <laughs> well, well, well. Not, <laughs> not that opinion. I think that's one of their traits anyway, but. And you're Hufflepuff? I am. I'm Googling the Hufflepuff traits because I can't I can remember. tell you what. Yeah, yeah. Think Hufflepuffs are loyal. That's their biggest trait. Well, you so when you go. I like to think I'm loyal. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're humble. They're friendly. They're loyal. Yeah, they're, they're the sweeties mm. of the like Harry Potter universe. So when did you get sorted into? Um, it was I did the Pottermore quiz while we were watching the films, or did we do it when we finished watching the films the first time? I feel like we did it while we were watching the Probably, films. Probably, yeah. So we're gonna put a 2013-ish. Maybe we probably did it after. The third movie, because that's when they introduce, like, the other aspects of what you do in the Pottermore quiz. Yeah. I know you're you're trying to keep a lot of what you haven't read or seen under wraps, so I'm not... Yeah, no, I'm trying to, like, use use specific words, but, like... Like, characters and things. Yeah, yeah. Well, not so much characters, but, like, I I think Brie already said it, but, like, you're Patronus, so Mm. the third... That's only been a recent addition to Pottermore. Well, they had it when I did it. Not originally. Well, not originally, I'm just saying, yeah. though, when I did it, because I got a house cat, not Patronus. Mm. Mm, I don't know what that is, but <laughs> did you, when you were watching, had you already made up your mind thinking you were one house or the other, or you were just like, I'm happy nah. to be, whatever? Like, I mean, funny enough, I didn't want to be Slytherin. I was yeah. like, if I get sorted to Slytherin, I'll be hella pissed, because <laughs> I don't want to be associated with the Malfoys. Savage. <laughs> um, so when I did it, I think when I got Hufflepuff, I was really excited, because... Funny enough, Hufflepuff is also one of those houses that no one wants to get sorted in. <laughs> but, funny enough as well, Hufflepuff is J.K. Rowling's favourite house. Mm. Ah. But Hufflepuff is like... The miscellaneous house. Yeah. I feel like um, Ravenclaw is as well a bit... From, well, I mean, I haven't heard them mention like yeah. at all yet. Well, I find that most people, when they're talking about the four houses, they'll go, well, Gryffindors are brave, Slytherins are cunning, Ravenclaws are intelligent, and then there's Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. So Hufflepuff has always been, I felt like, you know, like, the loser house. Like, no one wants to be They're Hufflepuff. the underdogs. Yeah. And it's funny, because I've had, like, with where I work, I've had people come in, and they'll be like, oh, why, do, why would anyone want, like, Hufflepuff stuff? Like, it's the worst house. And I'll be standing there like, excuse me, <laughs> I am Hufflepuff, and I'm proud to be Hufflepuff. <laughs> so I guess, I guess, like, me growing up, like, I grew up very much like a an outsider or like a the, the weird kid. So, I think being sorted into Hufflepuff, I was actually really excited about. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm still part of that clan of mm. misfits, I guess. <laughs> um, so cute. I mean, yeah, I can't think of... I See, I can't remember which characters in the films are Hufflepuffs, except for Fantastic Beasts, because the main characters are Hufflepuff. I mean, that's fair so, but your head of house is Professor Sprout. Yes. Which it? doesn't help her case at all. <laughs> She's wonderful. She's great. She's great. But, you know, like, Hufflepuffs are always, like, their class is, like, the stoners and, like, you know, because our head of house is the herbology teacher. Yeah. And, and your um, dorm rooms are right next to the kitchen. Our dorm rooms right next to the kitchen, <laughs> which I also like. But then there's something cool, like, Hufflepuff know all the secret tunnels and stuff in Hogwarts. Yeah. I was like, don't give it away. Are you giving <laughs> Yeah, okay. Isn't it? I'm 
for sure. I, th- I think there's like a like a post on uh, Facebook that talks about like how the Hufflepuffs would know all the little ins and outs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's confirmed or not, but but yeah. But in terms of like, it's weird because I, I I like I said because in the Harry Potter movies I can't remember a a particular character that's in Hufflepuff. That you're like I'm like that person. So I'm like but, yeah, like I'm in the same house as this character because I can't think of. Which characters are in Hufflepuff? Yeah, um, that's fair. Mm. So, with uh, oh, what I wanted to find out, Bree. Oh yes. Yeah. Obviously, you started watching this when you were a child, and mm. you went through your formulative years <laughs> watching this as yes. all of the actors uh-huh. obviously blossomed into <laughs> beautiful flowers. Well, Absolutely. Did you have any secret? Harry Potter fantasies. Um, probably wasn't a secret. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So, I had... I can I can remember that my bedroom layout when I was really young, when the first and the second movies had just come out, and I had a poster right next to my bed. And on one side was Harry Potter, and then the other side was Draco Malfoy. And I had such a crush on both of them. So I had to make it fair, and every night I would swap the poster around <laughs> so I wasn't playing favourites. <laughs> <laughs> Blue so, book yeah. <laughs> so when I was really little, those were my crushes. When I grew up a little bit more, um, I can distinctively remember me and my friend Erin, uh, who I'm gonna make listen to this podcast. Um, we used to tell each other like we'd sort of like ad lib little stories of like putting ourselves into the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> Spoken fan fiction. Yeah, spoken fan fiction. That's a great word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a very big crush on Fred Weasley. Oh, yeah. okay. Troublemaker. Yeah. Troublemaker. Mm. He's the bad boys. boys. The, Weasley <laughs> twins. the Weasley twins are just fantastic. But now that I'm a bit older, I have a crush on one of the professors that you are yet to meet. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you'll meet him in the next book. And I think you'll know who I'm talking about as soon as you read about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely, there are crushes. <laughs> and they just continue on. Yeah. I'm not going to stop it at being nine. <laughs> I feel like so many um, like young girls would yeah. love Harry because he's just oh, so yeah. brave. And you're just like, you know, he yeah. saves the day again. He's just so, he's very brave. I don't think I it's like even just be. Harry. Like, I think if you watch any like interview or anything with Daniel yeah he's, oh, he's just, just fantastic he just seems like the absolute sweetest dude ever yeah and yeah mm. i think very much oh i think he's 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 very much like real life personalities there's a lot of that reflected in harry potter as a person as well like. yeah mm. and i think like as much as i love ron like i think he's probably my favorite character oh, he's good. not necessarily like your typical like um, hero heartthrob yeah. like heartthrob yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like he's dorky and he's yeah. like like you know he gets embarrassed and his face goes all red like he's not you know oh he's just fantastic yeah like he's great but he maybe not is not like the typical mm. like hero character mm. um, so Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets yes tell me what is your favourite part of this book uh, my favourite part of the book is probably Probably when Harry goes to the burrow for the first time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's that sticks out very much so because it's just such a warm, welcoming place that he hasn't known before. Mm. And then having to denome the garden. Yes. Just, <laughs> like you think of weeding the garden, you're like, oh. But then to have someone have to deno 
annoying. It's just... Oh. How does one Dean go in the garden? Uh, that wasn't in the movie. Though, no, it wasn't. Oh, it that's wasn't. like the best bit. Yeah, it's oh. really great. So you pick up a gnome and you spin it around a, like a lot to make it dizzy and then you throw it oh. over the fence so that they're too dizzy to find their way back to the garden. Oh. Yeah, they're like, little, like actual little gnomes. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yes. Also cruel. <laughs> yeah, Harry's like, I feel like it would hurt them and they're like, nah, and they're just like swinging them. And I love like when, you know, a few chat like, pages later it's like harry looks out the window and they're all like creeping back in. <laughs> so good and just mrs weasley like i feel like any oh. mum who like reads this and sees this house it's like cluttered and yeah. like chaotic they'd just be like yes yeah. <laughs> that is my life yeah. when, when i eventually become a mum that's who i want to be like is mrs weasley yeah she's just fabulous she is she's amazing um, so I had, I wrote, as I was reading, I wrote down like predictions as I went. Oh, okay. So I thought like when I get to certain points, yes. I was like, this is what I think. So, um, also would like to say JK Rowling, I think she has a foot fetish because this is the <laughs> second time I've heard horny feet <laughs> in two books. So, uh, sort your shit out, <laughs> sort your issues out. Um, so when, oh, so when I got to the part with the snake talking, I said, I think Harry is in some way related to Slytherin, that Lily and James aren't his biological parents and that's why Voldemort came for him. Lily had an affair? Question marks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Trying yeah. to take Lily Potter? How do you? I don't know. I know. And then I said Tom Riddle at page 175. I think he's a relative of Harry's. Okay. Okay. And then I said someone wanted to flush the diary because there's invisible writing in there. Oh. Not wrong. Not entirely wrong. Not, Not entirely. entirely. Um, oh, this page 175 where it says, um, um, when the mandrakes, um, were becoming moody and secretive, <laughs> meaning that they're leaving their childhood. I was like, lol, ain't that the truth? <laughs> so good. Like, oh, the way she little... describes the mandrakes. It's oh. so good. And when they start having parties. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think every time, when I was reading through it, the second, like, recently I was reading those parts out to you, I think, Flint. Yeah. So good, <laughs> right? It was just like. Do you need a glass of water? <laughs> yeah, I do. So, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I do also like the interaction between Tom Riddle and Harry. Yeah. In the chamber, because Harry has no. No idea. <laughs> yeah. That Tom is Voldemort yet. So he's just like, oh yeah, this is fine. Like, help me save Ginny. Like, yeah. you've got to get out of here. There's a snake coming. And Tom's just like. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wait, g- give me back my wand. Like, I might need that. And he's just yeah. like, no. <laughs> I ain't doing that. And then it's like, yeah, it just like dawns. I think the reader's obviously starting to cotton on before yeah. Harry. And you're like, hold on, something's like... Something is wrong Yeah. And I think... The, so it is revealed in Chamber of Secrets that Tom Riddle's Voldemort, is yeah, it? Okay. Yeah, when he goes down the pipes into the chamber. Oh, okay. Um, but when that's why... the memory. I think that's why I thought that maybe they were related because um, he looks like Harry from the description. Yeah. He's got like the brown hair and he's got glasses and he's slim or something. Yeah. Or, or, you know, it just sounds more yeah. like Harry than any other character we've met. Mm. Yeah, so absolutely. Far. Yeah. I think the most nerve-wracking part, and this definitely goes to like my hate, well, not hate, but like my, dip, my struggle with movies like um, Mr. Bean. <laughs> you know, when he gets into, like, 
really like stressful <laughs> situations and you just you know it's gonna go badly yeah or you just you know that anxiety it's when um they take the potion and they turn into crab and goil yeah and i'm like they're just gonna they're gonna oh, turn yeah, back when they're in the slytherin right. room yeah. and i was just like you're not gonna be able to get out and i could, you know my i hate those scenes where it's just yeah. like and then they start changing back and yeah like you're so sure that like the whole thing's gonna mm. Like all fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny hearing her say this now about that. When, never mind. I just need. I gotta stop like <laughs> saying too much. Hundred percent. Kira hasn't read them all yet. <laughs> I know. We gotta. Um. So I think my favorite part was, um, when they go into the chamber. Yeah. I think mm. that was. Yeah. I love the uh, plot twist when they've gone into the chamber of. Gilderoy trying to perform his famous memory charm, yeah. but using Ron's wand. Yeah, <laughs> it just like backfires on oh, him. The, the Gilderoy after that, I'm in love with. I think he's just hilarious when he's just like, is this your house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of an odd place. <laughs> so good. And he's just like, even all the teachers know. Like when oh, they know he's a fraud. He's yeah. like, you know, go and prepare. We're going to get you to take, like, you know, take on the monster. And then as soon as he's gone, she's like, now that... He's out of the way. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Everyone just knows he's just like yeah. the worst. Um, yeah, I think it was again like that the whole plot twist and the fact that the diary was so purposely given to Ginny, which is yeah. so like from Lucia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's um so twisted the poor thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, and the fact that like had they not got it in time, like Ginny would have been like framed for all of it or because she essentially or she would have been dead yeah 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 Yeah. so and that's another thing like just like how scary the the whole confrontation with the big the 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 beast and that sort of thing like Mm. so So did it meet your expectations like with what you thought it could have been about i was very unsure about what was going to happen because mm. um it's so like it's so vague i was like i'm sure it's a secret chamber somewhere but i didn't <laughs> didn't know how it would would or if it would relate to this what secrets stone. does it have <laughs> yeah it's so funny how every like well i've only read two books but it doesn't directly lead on like each book is a new like yes. adventure like yeah. it doesn't it's a different year of hogwarts isn't it yeah so it's year one year two year three yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the spiders are terrifying oh and I have seen a bit of this movie because I remember that scene where they're in the forest and then the car comes. So, yeah. Well, when I was rereading uh, Harry Potter very recently, I'm reading the illustrated versions, mm. which are just amazing. However, reading that uh, chapter in particular, I got to a page where I've turned it and the entire <laughs> two spread was just of disgusting spiders. And I just couldn't look at it. I said, Flynn, you have to turn the page. <laughs> I can't do it. It's I can't so do it. Yeah, it's like the... I love how like, Ron's petrified because I'm like, oh, I am so with you <laughs> yeah. on that one. He's so relatable. I know. I, and I love... The thing I love about Ron in the movies is his face expression. Yes. I just... Oh, like, yeah. that whole, like, when he's trying to get Harry to leave and just the look in his face. <laughs> it's so, like... It's just great. Like, you just... <laughs> it's really good. The... Um, actor they got to play Ron is just yeah yeah Rupert yeah. Grint is fantastic yeah, so Rupert. yeah I remember like mm. from the bits of movies I have seen like if everyone's showing like a surprise face he's always like yeah like he's yeah. always like he's so over the much that, that's how he that's how he got the role was his they mm. just said his facial expressions were so over the top and just 
incredible that yeah. like we we have to like mm. we have to cast him and he's a real life ginger isn't he yeah yep. yeah yeah he's the only of the weezers that's a actual ginger nope. isn't he no oh, okay no no Ginny is oh okay and i'm pretty sure percy and bill oh, i always forget about percy and bill yep but i know fred and george are pretty sure they're naturally brunettes mm. ah. just with like a tad of ginger in it yeah mm. so actually when they got the part of Fred and George and the Philosopher's Stone, nobody believed them at their school, but they got it until they came back to school with their hair dyed orange. Oh. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you actually were cast in it, yep. That's amazing. Imagine that if your schoolmate yeah. was doing that. So cool. Um, now, we should, I reckon we should. What's the next book called? Harry Potter and the. Oh. Yep. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is the next book that okay. you're up to. Right. What are your predictions hearing that title? Well, I know that Hagrid isn't Azkaban right now. He's come back. Has he? Okay. Yep. He yeah, comes back during the feast. That's right, yeah. That's a good moment in the movie. Oh. Uh, well, actually, one thing I'm really excited for you to watch the movies with is having the score there to mm. listen to. Especially yeah. the first three films being by John Williams. Oh. He, like, I can hear that moment Hagrid comes into the Great Hall. Oh. It makes, like, oh, chokes <laughs> me. It's just... Oh. The music accompanied with it is just beautiful. Mm. Mm. Um, so, well, I was going to say I think that they're trying to get Hagrid out, but of course he does come back at the end. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, the Prisoner of Azkaban. Well, we know that it's a prison. Yep. Um, it's a good start. <laughs> spot on. Um, absolutely spot on. I'm thinking that somebody from Hogwarts ends up in there mm-hmm. and they have to get them out. Maybe it's Dumbledore. Maybe um, the, the Malfoys are scheming again and they try and pin something on somebody and get get yeah. someone locked in there. I feel like they have to go in and get someone out. That is my prediction. That's a, that's a good prediction. Yeah. I'm yeah. always way off. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what was I thinking? Oh. Um, and our final thing was we're going to do the quiz. Yes. We're going to get me... Should I do it on my phone, do you think? You can do it on your phone. So we're going to get you a wand. Get me a wand. Mm. We're going to visit Ollivander. We're going to get you a wand. We're going to discover your wand. Discover. As it, as it is so well. The wand chooses you. The wand Ooh. chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. <laughs> Come on in and let's begin. Okay, first of all, would you describe yourself as average height, short or tall? Short. Short. Okay, and your eyes? Hazel. Hazel. Was the day on which you were born an even number or an odd number? Even. Do you most pride yourself on your determination, resilience, originality, kindness, imagination, intelligence, or optimism? Optimism. Optimism. Travelling alone down a deserted road, you reach a crossroads. Do you continue left towards the sea, ahead towards the forest, or right towards the castle? The sea. The sea. Do you most fear fire, isolation, funny that, small spaces, darkness, or heights? Fire. Fire. Okay. The last question. In a chest of magical artefacts, which would you choose? The silver dagger, the glittering jewel, a golden key, a black glove, an ornate mirror, 
a bound scroll or a dusty bottle. Ooh, magical artifacts. The silver dagger. The silver dagger. Ooh, okay. Okay, your wand is a red wood wood with a dragon heart string core, twelve and three quarter inch, and solid flexibility. Oh beautiful. What an oxymoron that is, solid flexibility. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a picture of it there? Well, it has the box. Wow. So my wand is pear wood with a phoenix feather core, ten inches, and slightly springy. Oh yeah. pear wood. What's pear. yours? Mine is cypress wood with a phoenix feather core, Aye. twelve and a half inches, and slightly springy flexibility. Wow. Well, great episode, guys. Yeah. 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 This was fun. This was lots of fun. Yes. Thanks for listening. Um, and stay tuned for next week's or when, the next episode yeah. when I read Prisoner of Ax- uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. Yeah, we got there. <laughs> oh, you're in for an, you're in for a treat. What's your favorite book? My favorite book is Order of the Phoenix, but my favorite movie is Prisoner of Azkaban. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Well, until then, woo, goodbye. Bye-bye. This has been a KK Media production. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter via KK Media.